Good afternoon, Lake Orion. It's Thursday at 3 p.m., and you know what that means. Time for the Yellow Cares podcast, brought to you live by Orion Neighborhood Television. I'm Ian Locke, coming to you from my broadcast bunker here in Lake Orion. Spread the word. The podcast is live Thursdays at 3 p.m. on Facebook. Be sure to follow us on Orion Neighborhood Television. Get that Facebook like going there for ONTV and get all the programming notices and the current COVID-19 news updates. The Look Here's podcast is also replayed on Orient Neighborhood Television throughout the week on Comcast Channel 10 and 20 and AT&T Uvers Channel 99. Some cool news. We're also on Roku. Been up for uh, several months now. And uh, be sure to add the Cablecast channel to your channel's lineup. And live stream Owen TV programming, video on demand is also available through Roku. All programming is in beautiful HD. Expect nothing but the best, right? From Owen TV. <laughs> As always, you can watch uh, all of Owen TV's programming at OrionOnTV.org. Have it all there and uh, pop it up here. Here's a shot of our news blog we have, updated daily with. COVID-19 news reports, uh, reports, pressers, all that good stuff. Information about around the state, official uh, communications from Lansing and so on. So be sure to take a peek at that if you get a chance. If you're a fan of our podcast or podcasts in general and you are part of uh, Spotify Nation, if you go onto that service, ONTV's podcasts are now on Spotify. So uh, just search Orion on TV to get a complete list of all of our podcasts. They'll pop up, and you can sample, including this one. So if you miss past episodes of Lake Orion Cares, it's all there. We have a wide, wide, wide variety of shows, NASCAR, wrestling, spiritual guidance, sports talk, plus much more. Again, to reach out to Owen TV and the Lake Orion Cares podcast, email us at ontv at orionontv.org. Make sure you put the LO Cares uh, in the email heading so we know that it's uh, specific to this program. You can also call us at 248-393-1060 with some good news. We're always looking for good news, happy news, good things going on here in Lake Orion during this time of, you know, the lockdown and a little bit of isolation. We do have a full show for you today. Um, we're kind of stretching out a little bit. Uh, today we have not one, but two guests that will be uh, chatting with us today. Jenny Botti from Orion Township will be in to talk about the 2020 census and the impact it'll have on our community if residents decide not to take part. We'll also be chatting with NOCC Executive Director Tanya Hamilton. We'll be sharing uh, the NOCC's current services available to all residents related to mental health and substance abuse. And she'll also be sharing with us some new student initiatives, which I'm so excited to hear about. And plus, Joe Johnson out and about in the field again today. Uh, beautiful day for it. The last time he was out and about, he got rained down pretty heavily. <laughs> Seemed to get stuck up in uh, some crazy weather. But today it's beautiful. And he will be uh, down in the village live reporting, um, I believe, in front of Cookies and Cream to show off their life-size Candyland game that they put together to help customers social distance while they wait for their tasty treats. Uh, we'll check in with Joe around 3.35, about 3.40 around there. 
And uh, you don't want to miss any of those conversations. Uh, so always trying to branch out on the Elo Cares podcast, and we appreciate all the views. Uh, they are increasing week after week, so uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in and uh, giving us a go. Uh, a little bit of weather for the remainder of the week. How about that? Friday, mostly cloudy, high of 40, and a low of 26. Yikes. 10% chance of rain or snow. A hard freeze is expected, so take precautions with your outdoor plants to prevent damage. Watch out for that. Saturday, mostly cloudy, 10% chance of showers or snow with a high of 45 and a low of 30. Wind picks up west-northwest about 19 miles an hour, so batten down the hatches. Again, watch out for those plants as the temperatures will dip down below freezing. Sunday looks like the uh, warmest of our weekend days. Uh... Mostly cloudy once again, high of 50, low of 32, wind dies down, but again, watch out for those the freeze threat and uh, take uh, appropriate uh, precautions with your plants. Uh, we're currently sitting at partly cloudy and with some sun, beautiful day outside, pleasant 58 degrees, tonight's low around 33, and now for our headlines. All right, some news this week, uh, Governor Whitmer has released a new executive order 2020-76 extending and building upon some earlier executive orders uh, expanding the eligibility of unemployment benefits during the continuing COVID-19 pandemic. The executive order expedites benefits for tens of thousands of Michiganders who have filed for unemployment benefits by allowing the state to renew only an individual's most recent job separation, which is the cause of the current unemployment. So to, de- ter- to excuse me to determine the individual's benefit entitlement. So a quote from her says nobody should have to worry about how to put food on the table or pay their bills especially during a crisis. Michiganders everywhere have uh, lost work because of COVID-19 and we must ensure they receive the benefits they are entitled to as quick, quickly and as efficiently as possible said the governor. So hopefully it'll cut some red tape for those who are unemployed to get in the system a much quicker and get those benefits coming your way to help pay your bills. So that's some good news. Um, some Lake Orion Community Schools news for this senior class of 2020. Uh, this came from uh, LOHS just a couple days ago about the activity uh, activity changes and cancellations because of the real, uh, realities of COVID-19 and the health crisis. Uh, we have some canceled events that usually take part this time of year. Um, those include the Senior Breakfast, Mr. Miss, Mr. and Ms. Ello, the Senior All-Night Party. Um, the parent uh, committee that puts the Senior All-Night Party together will be looking at uh, getting some information out soon about refunds. And uh, so be on the lookout for that in the near future. Uh, T-shirts and yard signs will be distributed um, at the materials pickup and turn-in days, which, again, will be determined um, when you can go pick up those goodies. So, again, the senior breakfast, uh, Mr. and Ms. L.O., senior night, all-night party, uh, all party canceled. Rescheduled or hopefully a reformatting events. We have the cap and gown, materials pickup and turn-in. Students will pick up uh, materials such as graduation cap and gown, honors cords, yearbooks, and others. And you need to turn in certain items that uh, you need to turn in. Sports uniforms, library books. Uh, do you owe the school district any money? Fines and such. That has to be turned in. And other materials on a date 
in early June to be determined. So that's still in the works. Uh, please watch for uh, additional communications um, once a date and a format has been established through the Lorcoring Community Schools website or your email. Uh, Senior Academic and Honors Night and Department Awards. Those honors will be handed out um, including honors, cords, scholarships, department student best awards, and so on, will be absorbed into graduation commencement ceremonies as much as possible and when a plan is formulated, I guess. Seniors are required to fill out uh, a questionnaire, so make sure you check your email to uh, get your information in because uh, LHS does need certain information from you to complete those tasks. Prom. Scheduled for May 29th will not take place as scheduled as with our surrounding school districts. Any decision made about prom will be dependent on the governor's social distancing orders and guidelines. Uh, Senior Mock Awards, the student leadership group, is considering options for this event. Please look for future communications from the yellow schools. Um, can't see why you can't do uh, mock awards and get those out some way. We thank the class of uh, 2020 seniors and their families for their understanding, patience, and flexibility during these trying times. Please help us help you by keeping an eye on future communications to ensure that you have the most up-to-date information possible. Signed, Dr. Daniel Haas, Interim Principal, Lake Orion High School. So that's the news headlines uh, for this week cancellations, unemployment, and some other items in there. Just uh, things have changed, as we've uh, found out, the uh, obviously, the hard way. So anyway, if you'd like to send Care some good news, again, email us, ontv at orionontv.org. We're always looking for those good news stories. What's going on around town? This is the Lake Orion Cares podcast. I'm your announcer, Ian Locke. Uh, what, this is week five again? Week five? Can it be possibly week five that we've been doing the podcast? Hope everybody's watching and enjoying the information coming out. Last week we had a great interview with uh, the director of the Township Library, Karen Knox, learned about all these new things that they're offering virtually online and the services that they're still, they still have, even though we are shut down and locked indoors. But today... We have a special guest from the township. It's Jenny Botti, uh going to talk about everybody's favorite topic, the census. Yeah, there it is. Uh, great shirt, Orion Counts. Um, Jenny, you know, um, we've worked on many projects together over the last couple of years. Um, all of them fun, all of them very creative, and um, we have a a lot of fun no. with t the township and ONTV. You have a great relationship uh, putting out these promotional pieces. I believe you guys even won one. I mean, right? You've been recognized for um, uh, your writing and the, the development of these promotions and ONTV working together. Mm -hmm. And right now, the main one that we were working on just before all this craziness kind of hit is the census. What can you tell us about uh, the project and um, what we're aiming for on the census so far? That's right. And thanks for having me on, Ian. I really appreciate it here. Um, one of the projects that we were working on was a series of census videos, and they're actually on um, your guys' YouTube channel, our YouTube channel, um, our social media as well. So they were a bunch of fun um, ways to get information out to our residents about the census. So we have one like, what is the census? One about the safety and security of it. 
Um, and then another one was just reasons why people take the census. So those ones were really fun to record and just hear their um, genuine responses. And the reaction to those has been strong, you know, um, and uh, the views have, uh, people have been tuning in, they've been playing them, they've been looking at them. And um, it seems like uh, so far, uh, residents have been doing their duty and going to the census and filling it out. And um, I think we're in the 70% response rate. Is that correct? So as of um, the beginning of this week, we were at 75.5% as a township, which is amazing right now. Um, and especially this year with it being a little different. So people can respond by mail, by phone, and for the first time ever online. So they can do it on their computer, even on their phone, and it takes less than five minutes. So we're hoping to get um, a huge response when this is all said and done, just because you can do it online. Now, um, uh, is it true, they've extended the census uh, closing date, correct? So don't feel yeah. like, I mean, we want people to be motivated to do this and get it done as soon as possible so it doesn't slip out of your mind. We have so many other distractions, of course, with COVID and everything going on. But um, the importance of filling out this census is can't be understated or overstated, I should say, um, the importance right. because of the funding for our community, right? Right. And a lot of people don't realize how much funding is actually tied to the census. So we get money for um, emergency services. So all of our first responders right now who are out in full force receive funding from census data. Um, the schools, National School Lunch Program, Head Start, a lot of different programs that they offer, roads. If you have a bumpy road, which I know we have a few of them in the township Couple. here. Yeah, funding for that is based on census data. So the more accurate our count is, the more likely we are to get funding for those projects. So it's really key that everybody fill out their census so we can get more money for vital programs in our community. And um, it, you guys have a map that you've been sharing. Uh, it's on your uh, website, correct, at oriontownship.org. And it, it shows uh, where all the participants have been and the percentages. So I think right. that's a, it's a really good graphic or metric that shows, um, hey, maybe you get a little neighborhood competition going, right? The village and, you know, the different sections of Orion Township. Um, right. are, are, are you finding that it's uh, steadily going up or can we plateaued as far as participation um, goes? Every day that I check in, I check in pretty much every single day, um, we are steadily increasing. Um, Sometimes it's a it's a small increase, but it's still an increase, which is great to see. So Orion Township is 36 square miles, six by six, and we are broken up into 10 different census tracts. So that's kind of how we're tracking it is those um, 10 different areas. So we know our lower response um, section, and we're kind of focusing on um, putting more signs in those locations to help increase participation. So I have on the screen, um the Orion Living Spring uh, 2020 uh, magazine, which uh, everybody should have in their mailbox and be, uh, it should have been delivered a while ago. The summer edition is coming out in June, I believe. So yes. uh, this is, this. there's no excuse for you not to have this information in your home, um, as well as the mailer that was sent out uh, by the government. So um, 
it, this uh, the magazine, the spring uh, edition of the magazine has some really good information and tips on what you need to do, the details that you shared, the history of the census, which is fantastic. Um, and we know, um, like you said, it's it. Some people are kind of uh, apprehensive in filling out the census for whatever reason. And um, there were some changes made, I believe, um, to what you, you know, what's the minimum you have to display uh, or to add to the census to have it count. That those, some of those have, uh, uh, metrics have changed slightly. Can you share uh, with the listeners on that? So as of right now, the census is just nine questions. So just ask the basic questions. Um, we get some people who don't want to answer all of the questions and who are concerned about giving out that much information. Um, my response to them is if you're that concerned about that and you don't want to give out that information, at least just fill out the beginning portion and put the number of people in your household. That will help us greatly. You don't have to answer all the additional questions if you don't want to about your race and age, that type of thing. At least go in and enter how many people live at your address. That would help us out tremendously. And that count is the direct count that determines funding. So, I mean, that is the key key number that is needed. That That's exactly right. And people don't realize, tying it back to the funding, um, even the Kaboom Playground over at Camp Agawam, the half a million dollar playground. So a key part of filling out that application was using census data to show how many people lived in that area and did not have um, a park within walking distance. We had to use um, multiple pieces in there referring to the census in order to get that grant. And so the census data, the information that is collected will be, it is used all the time. Uh, it's not just, hey, we get one lump, you know, the, the federal government says, here, you get one lump because you have so many people living here. It's, it's constantly used. It's, uh, it's, it's used to get the funding in. It's to, to help, like you said, a grants. I mean, grants are huge these days, especially if you're funding situations like we, we know are going to be a little tight uh, coming up with uh, the situation with uh, COVID-19 and, and the economy. So it's more important than ever to fill out that census data <laughs> because it, 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 that census data could, in effect, make up a portion of some of those lost funds because of the, uh, the COVID situation. Correct. Because, I mean, we lost out on over a million dollars as a community during our um, last census just because of um, the number of people who didn't respond. So it's a lot of money that that's lost opportunity on, left under um, on the table. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Imagine what our community um, could do with that extra money. So like you said, it's not like we get it in one lump sum. It comes to all these different programs and the data is also used to determine like staffing levels for um, emergency res first responders. Um, it's used to determine where to build things and um, businesses coming in. So there's a lot of different reasons that the census data is used. Awesome. If you're just joining us, this is the Lake Orion Cares podcast. I'm Ian Locke, and with me is Jenny Body from the Orion Township Government, and she is the guru of the census around here in Orion Township. I know Chris uh, threw that out there the other day, Chris Barnett, our supervisor, and I love the title. The, the, the masteress of the census here in Lake Orion. Um, I know usually you have people knocking on your doors and rolling around. That's not happening 
or is have you heard is this potentially going to happen to try to get the the remainder 25 percent uh uh to get us at a, I know 100% would be fantastic, but uh, but you know what I mean. Are there going to be census workers out anytime soon? Do we know? So they um, every piece of their operation has been delayed. Um, so coming to the doors, they're still planning on doing that, but they've talked about starting that in June as of right now. So that could change depending on how our um, situation here um, transforms over this next month but they're planning on June. So if you don't want anybody coming and knocking on your door um, to ask you census questions, go online or um, make a quick phone call. It'll take you less than 10 minutes to fill it out. So I think it took us, uh, my wife actually timed it. Uh, uh, we're, we keep, we get a lot of information from you guys in the township from Facebook, right? Um, a lot of good information there. You can't go wrong. Um, accurate and official information, you know, from the township. Uh, it was important in these times. And um, I think it took her roughly seven and a half minutes. We actually timed it from logging in, putting your information in, clicking the right check boxes, and saying send. It was that quick. It, it really is that fast. That, that's awesome. Um, Supervisor Barnett um, actually t recorded himself doing it, and we sped up the video, added a little music to it, and it took him <laughs> about four four minutes to do. So yeah. less than 10 minutes, and you'll have um, a huge effect on the benefits to your community for the next 10 years. So. Awesome. So that's the census. ONTV's pushing it out. We're going to be talking about We always talk about it on the podcast every week, so we're going to continue to get the message out. Um, but I'd like to also talk to you about some fun things that are also happening around the township uh, on the park side. Um, even though the parks are kind of closed and you can't really gather in your groups and things, but the parks department is really still working, working hard to bring um, some great programs to the community. Can you share with us uh, what you guys have uh, in store virtually? So they have um, a few different virtual programs right now. So if you go to their website, theorionparks.com, um, they have different things from Zumba classes, cooking classes, Snapology. They have um, an array of classes and they are adding to those almost daily, which is amazing to see. Gives our residents an opportunity to do something and not have to leave their home to do that. This is quite a list. <laughs> it is. It's pretty amazing. The staff, you know, we work with the, we, we just work across the hall from the staff and the parks department over at the Orient Center. And I'm looking here, um, like Zumba, uh, Hatha Yoga. I think I said that right. Healthfulness <laughs> and virtual meditation. We all need meditation in, in these times yeah. for sure. Yeah. Virtual 5K is coming up, right? Uh, that's yep. another uh, element that w uh, I know we're helping promote. Um can you share about the virtual 5K? So the um, Veterans Memorial is becoming a beloved race in the community. So this is our fourth year. And due to the circumstances, we're kind of having to adjust. So we're um, switching to a virtual 5K. So we're encouraging people to get out on um, the over 70 miles of trails that we have in the township here. Um, or if you don't want to get outside, I mean, you can always do it on your treadmill, which might be a little more boring, <laughs> but um, you can still do that. Um, we're going to mail participants a t-shirt and a finisher's medal. They can upload their results online and get a certificate of completion as well. 
And all of the money is still benefiting the um, Orion's Veteran Memorial, which is absolutely an incredible memorial. They do an amazing job. It's one of the best in the country. Absolutely. And um, we're, we're ONTV is still working with uh, the Veterans Memorial Group to try to bring those ceremonies, you know, the, the annual ceremony to the community like we always do. It's going to look a little different. Um, we're not really announcing official what's going to happen just yet. But um, the 5K helps the uh, is a fundraiser, correct, for the uh, memorial. It is fabulous. If you've never been there, please stop by and pay your respects to those who gave the ultimate sacrifice to our community and to our country. And it, it is really a, a thing to see. And uh, it is a gem of our uh, in, here in Lake Orion. Um, well, I, I want to say thanks to uh, uh, Jenny Body from the orion township census uh, bureau right she's out there working hard orion counts absolutely fill out those census uh forms get online make a call there's no reason not to um it does nothing but good for our community and it gets uh get those much needed funds uh in and around uh, lake orion for a decade and uh it's it's your civic duty just get out there and fill it in there's no excuse one one last thing to add on that yeah. um we have to remember that kids count, our seniors count, and our renters count, because those are the most undercounted groups out there. So every person counts. Absolutely. On that note, thank you, Jenny. Have a good day, and I appreciate you. you taking the time to stop in the Yellow Cares podcast and having a chat with me. It's good to see you. It feels like it's been forever since uh, we had a, a chance to sit down and chat. It's been uh, a pleasure, and I'm sure we'll we'll see you around on the, the little chat bubbles in the boxes sometime soon, all right? <laughs> All right, Ian. Thank you so much. Okay. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye. All right. Fill up that census, will you? Get online. Fill it out. It can only help the community. If you want some more information about this census, we have some videos rolling on Orion on TV uh, YouTube channel. Just search Orion on TV at YouTube and you can see a whole host of census videos. We got them all over Facebook. Take a peek. This is Lake Orion Cares podcast brought to you by Orion Neighborhood Television and the COVID-19 response team at the township. I'm Ian Locke. Be sure to get out there. Fill that census. It can only help 10 years. And we're talking $18,000 per person lost who does not uh, get counted here in our township. That's a lot of dough. Uh, just a second ago, Kanye. All right. Another special guest joining us here in the Lake Orion Cares podcast is Executive Director of the North Oakland Community Coalition under the NOCC, Tanya Hamilton. Tanya. Thank you for coming back on the podcast. Uh, the last time we met, it uh, we had some technical issues, but I'm glad to have you back. Thank you for uh, taking the time uh, to pop in and share all of the NOCC and what they do in the community. Now, just as a reminder to those who are listening who really don't know what the NOCC does or isn't familiar with your work, uh, share with everybody at home uh, what you guys do. 
Sure. And thanks, Ian. I appreciate the opportunity to come in and talk with you again. Um, the NOCC is located right here in Lake Orion, Michigan. We specifically serve the community of Lake Orion, and we work with our families and particularly our youth on um, substance reduction and mental health initiatives. Outstanding. Now you have, uh, I was looking at the website. I believe you guys have been around since 07, if that's, uh, I believe that's uh, accurate uh, information on your website. It's amazing mm -hmm. what websites can give you these days. Makes the uh, the interview sound like he actually knows what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that's not always the case, but that's why we have the experts on. But uh, I know uh, ONTV and the NOCC, I've been at ONTV since 2009 and uh, we've worked with the, the NOCC since I came on board, and it's just a really um, important group to have operating in our community. Um, substance abuse, we know, is always something that um, we have to watch out for in our youth and I guess even in our adult population as well. Um, yeah. And you guys are out there on the front lines just trying to do your best to educate and inform and, uh, you know, all that good stuff. So uh, share with yeah. some of the initiatives you guys are doing um, in the schools uh, or yeah. with the youth, because you guys do some amazing things. Yeah, we do a lot with our youth. We we love the students in Lake Orion, um, and, and we do. We do a lot of education, um, but we also do a lot of encouragement. You know, it, choosing a life without substance use is a lot about education, but it's also a lot about just, you know, encouraging smart choices. So um, we do different campaigns throughout the year with our students at Lake Orion High School. Um, you may have heard of a few. We run around prom time and homecoming, we run a campaign called Smart Dragons Don't Drink to encourage alcohol-free celebrations. Uh, we also, every November, have a very, a very vape-heavy campaign. We call it No Vape November. Um, in fact, this year, we had t-shirts made for every student in the school, and um, our tagline was No Vape November or Ever, because we don't want students vaping Absolutely. any month of Absolutely. the year. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, so that was a lot of fun. Um, we always um, hold campaigns, you know, try to do fun activities that also educate students um, because our high schoolers are smart kids, you know, and, and they, they say, give us the information we want to understand. So they need to know what chemicals they're putting in their body when they might choose to vape or to drink alcohol or to smoke marijuana. And, um, but we also, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, we, we work also with elementary students and middle school students. We have a program we run in our elementary schools called um, Life Skills that we offer to every fifth grader in the district. So we see all approximately 550 elementary fifth graders um, for eight hours every single year. And each session with them is a different lesson. So we might talk about vaping in one, we talk about stress reduction in another, we talk about communication skills. Um, so it's a really good program that kind of preps them for what they'll be faced with in middle school and help them develop the you know, characteristics that will help yeah. them be successful as they get older. Well, I, I'm glad you brought that up because um, the age range, as I'm listening to you from elementary, I mean, high school is the obvious, you know, usually, mm -hmm. and middle school, but elementary, um, wow, you know, it's it, it that's a it, it's good that you're hitting them early, and you know, knowledge is always power, as they say, and um, fifth graders, wow, it's 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 a bit. 
a bit shocking in a way uh, to hear that that young. And um, but it's great that you guys are there to get that information out. Now with now with vaping, um, we know that last fall um, was it 2019. Uh, there was a huge push uh, and a, a fear because of uh, some nefarious uh, vaping products that are out in the, the world that uh, kids and even adults were getting their hands on, and it was killing people mm-hmm. and uh, causing severe lung damage and, you know, just distress to. And that was the big push, you know, back in the fall. And how things have changed, you know, um, do you find that uh, with the COVID-19 and the closing of schools and everybody kind of sequestered at home, has it changed um, your focus at all from like vaping was the big push in the fall and now we're dealing with uh, this whole nother reality? Yeah, you know what, that's a really good point, Ian. We we are not losing our focus on vaping or underage drinking or underage marijuana use. Um, in fact, we're very concerned about the access students may have right now being home um, close to maybe a parent's liquor cabinet or, um, you know, just with more time on their hands, potentially with more anxiety or stress than they had before being, you know, vaping more than they were. At the same time, we recognize that there may be students who were vaping prior to being home during the stay-at-home order who maybe don't have as much access, and perhaps they've had to overcome um, the dependence that they have on nicotine. So for those students, we say, you know, we're behind you, good for you, we're proud of you for overcoming. We're not really going to know the extent of where everyone is until we're all able to come back together again. So while you haven't seen a lot of um, social media posts and pushes from us regarding specific substances, it's because we're really trying to gauge where everyone is emotionally right now. And then once we're all able to come together again, we're going to find out where the needs really lie. That being said, we actually had a team meeting and you'll be seeing more of those substance messages from us coming out now that people have been home and are in more of a routine in their homes. Um, But no, I mean, the the threat, the risks of vaping and underage drinking, they haven't gone away. Those substances are just as dangerous for people as they were before. Okay. And uh, you're mentioning the mental aspect and Mm -hmm. I mean... You know, being sequestered from human beings and uh, inside all the time, it can have it can take a toll. You know, mm-hmm. I think we're I, I just before we went on the air, we kind of had a little chat, and you're like, "What week is this? You know, how mm-hmm. far into this are we?" Yeah. And you know, and your organization, my organization, and others in the township, we're out there, you know, actively working on you know, trying to help others and you kind of lose track of where we're at, but the, and we can, we, you and I can interact, others can interact and try to solve problems in the township or at least be um, a resource. But others, you know, people are just at home and worried and, you know, students are concerned and, uh, you know, the senior high schoolers have eventually, you know, we found out, you know, graduation has been postponed. We don't know if there's going to be a ceremony coming. And and then the juniors, the concern about the juniors in the high school moving on. So you have all these different pressures on the adults for and the and the kids and you know what how how do you how can you reach out or how can somebody reach out to mm-hmm. you for assistance if they feel those pressures? 
Yeah. Well, obviously anybody can reach out to us anytime through our website. Um, my personal email address is posted on our website. Um, we have social media pages that people can reach us through. Um, our phone number is listed. Contacting us anytime is welcome. Um, but what we're trying to do as an organization is become more proactive than that and reach them. Okay. So what we're doing, we're, we have a program called Dragon Zoom where we're bringing students together to, we have a number of different activities we have held. We're actually getting ready to roll out a new um, monthly schedule of Dragon Zooms for the months of May and June. Okay. Um, looks like I lost you there for a second. Oh, I'm still here. As with all technology, you never know what's going to happen. And the Internet, oh, so stable these days with everybody on it. Um, so uh, pick up where we left off uh, just a second ago, Tanya. Yeah, thank you. So I, I think we were talking about how the NOCC right now always welcomes people reaching out to us so that we can share our resources, the resources we have available for emotional support. Um, but we're trying to be very proactive in reaching out to students and engaging them. Um, we know that they're in a kind of just a really strange place right now. And, you know, you mentioned our high school graduating seniors, who would have guessed they'd be dealing with all of this. So we're trying to encourage them to reach out to some online programming that we have going on. One of those programs is what we're calling Dragon Zoom, where we are going to have an entire month's worth of topics of conversations online that they can log into and be a part of. And we're actually really excited because one of the first ones that will be happening in the next week or so, um, we have a group of teachers and staff members from Lake Orion High School who are going to be joining us for a little game. And we're going to kind of test how well do you know your teachers. So we're hoping that'll be a really good opportunity for students and staff to engage and just have some fun together. And then obviously some of the other sessions that we offer will be more structured and things about stress management or how to create a, a solid routine for yourself in this, you know, COVID world that we're living in. And I'm glad you mentioned the fun aspect, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's yeah. still okay to have fun. And, Absolutely. And, and, you know, there's nothing better than relieving stress than getting a laugh or, uh, you know, something that's out of the ordinary <laughs> just to yeah. uh, get a, a giggle going. You know, it's, it's mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes we just need a laugh or we'll end up crying, as they say, right? We need a laugh. <laughs> that's right. I can't, I, I say that all the time. It's laugh or cry. Which one do we want to do? You know, we want to laugh. Exactly. Yeah. And I'll take a, mm -hmm. I'll take a laugh any day. And, mm -hmm. um, uh, if you're just joining us, this is the Lake Orion Cares podcast. I'm Ian Locke, and with me is Executive Director of the NOCC, Tanya Hamilton. And um, let me just throw out your phone number real quick, 248-520-3786. And um, now you mentioned um, working with youth, and uh, you have a new program that you're kind of uh, relaunching. Uh, share that exciting news with everybody. We do. We're really excited about it. Um, we have a, a great group of students at Lake Orion High School who work with us on all of the campaigns we build for the community. Um, but but right now, especially, we're learning just how important it is for kids to have these kids to have purpose and to feel like they can help their community. So we're taking our youth organization and we are broadening it to um, the entire community. So the campaigns that we now run with our youth will not just be held within the walls of Lake Orion High School. 
we are going to gather youth who want to and help engage in their local government with law enforcement, all the different sectors of the community, and really have a youth voice for prevention and mental health in Lake Orion. And they are going to be known as the NLCC Youth Action Board. Fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. And when is that uh, going to be kicked off? Where can we expect to see some of the uh, branding and all that good stuff coming out to the community? We're starting it now. So oh. actually, if you you can find us on um, Twitter, on Instagram, uh, also on Facebook, although our youth primarily communicate via, yes. via Twitter and Instagram <laughs> these days. Um, but you can find us there um, and we'll be rolling out our first project. Actually, the kids already have their first project um, planned for this coming week where we're going to be um, engaging the entire community on some signs that we're going to develop as reminders that, you know, you matter and that, you know, not only do you matter, but other people matter. Just some good mental wellness messages for the community that we can see while we're driving by intersections or walking through parks um, to remember that as we're re-engaging and as we're coming back together as a community, it's going to be very important that we all look out for one another and just, um, you know, encourage each other to support their own mental health and that of others. Fantastic. Now you mentioned you have your group already, you got your first project. If somebody isn't a member of the group already, What's the yeah. best way for them to get a hold of you or how do they get a, uh, to get on board and to, to help uh, take part? Yeah, so they can call the phone number that you mentioned earlier. They can also email me at thamilton at nocmi.org. And then in the coming days, their students are going to start seeing this group. So um, there are going to be ways to interact via social media as well. And I'm so glad you mentioned that because we want more people involved. So if there is anyone from Lake Orion High School who is looking for um, just a feel-good project or even, you know, this is a great way to um, earn some volunteer hours that you need for graduation. Um, So many reasons why this will be a really important group to benefit our community and to benefit the growth of our students. Um, And then the high school is also very involved too. So they'll be promoting this for us. And I would also add that if anybody, if there's an adult in the community who knows of a high school student who would be a perfect fit for this kind of service group, please nominate them. We would love that too. Fantastic. A lot of things happening at the NOCC, uh, youth-related, uh, adult-related. Now, you have a um, – you said there was a date change on the prescription drug uh, take-back day. Can you share uh, some information on that? Because that is a an important uh, program people might not be aware of. Yeah, you know, prescription – Prescription Drug Take-Back Day is actually a national event that happens twice per year, every April and every October. And it's really more of an awareness campaign just to teach communities that they have take-back locations in their own towns. So that's why every Take-Back Day, we host stations at the uh, Orion Substation, at the Sheriff's Department, as well as at the LLPD, so that we can encourage people to come and clean out their medicine cabinets and dispose of unused or expired medications. Um, the problem we're having right now is that those locations are closed. Ah. So even though those boxes are available all year long, most of the time, they're not right now. So now more than ever with take back day being postponed, and I apologize, I don't even know that we have a rescheduled date yet, okay. but we will be sure to get Common that to Common for you. a lot of things happening these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
but because there's no access, you know, 24 <laughs> seven, like there was before, we're really trying to remind people to secure those medications in your home so that when the doors do open up, you can take them to your nearest take back box and dispose of them safely. And especially now with youth being home more, this is a time to be thinking about access that may be available in your own homes. So access to medications, access to alcohol, um, any other substances that you need to just be a little more aware of and make sure are, are secure. Very good. And uh, one last uh, thing before uh, we shake hands and say goodbye on this uh, this interview, we have a um, uh, you sent out a flyer, I believe it was, or a request to see who's interested in uh, Narcan training. So can you share that information too about some people not, might not even know what Narcan is and why do we need to be trained on it? It, it is actually a quite a lifesaver. Mm -hmm. It really is. You know, I think that sometimes Narcan and the generic name naloxone is a medication that could be administered to anyone who is in overdose from an opioid medication. Sadly, with the opioid epidemic that we have been facing for the last many years, it's becoming more and more obvious that having Narcan or naloxone available in your place of business, in any public building, even in your home is a really good way to protect, to be able to save a life. So we're encouraging everybody to consider having one on hand and not necessarily because there may be someone who is struggling you know, with addiction. Um, I'll give you an example. Um, our elementary schools, the NOCC was able to train all of our Lake Orion elementary schools on the district, the, um, on Narcan and actually the elementary schools now have a, a kit on hand. Mm. When you think about is an elementary school student likely to come to school with an overdose situation? No, probably not, but it's a public building. And a lot of times we see overdoses from maybe grandparents, senior citizens who have accidentally taken too much medication, um, service workers who are coming in, especially we have the bond proposal projects happening now, you know, a lot of people in and out of our public buildings. So if you have a business or you just even think that it would be something that you would like to have on hand and to be able to save a life if the need were to arise, please contact us. Same phone number, same email address. We are trying to get a, a training on the schedule. Outstanding. Uh you guys are hitting all the bases, and I'm sure new bases come out of the woodwork every once in a while, and you guys will react to those as well. Uh, again, the phone number, 248-520-3786. And uh, your website, again, I'll pop that button on the screen, is nocmi.org. And the website um, is chock full of information, contact information, you name it, it's here. Um, a lot of COVID information, just like all, all of the uh, other township uh, organizations' websites have up uh, in case you're in distress or we need some information. All that information is there and readily available. So, Tanya, thank you so much for coming in. I really appreciate you taking the time. I know you're very busy. Um, and um, as we say, we probably have another Zoom call or another <laughs> virtual meeting <laughs> in our future. And I, and I hope... Uh, I hope I have one with you uh, soon again, because it's always Thank a pleasure you. to chat with you and uh, get this uh, great information and just hear all the great things that the NLCC is doing around the community. So, so thank you. 
Thank you, Ian. We value your partnership and thank you so much for everything ONTV does for our community. All right. Uh, Executive Director of the NOCC, Tanya Hamilton, sitting in with the Level Cares podcast. Thank you, Tanya, and uh, good luck out there, and we'll see you uh, around town. Sounds good. All right. Great interview there with Tanya. Always a, a great resource at the NOCC. And, uh, you know, if you have any troubles, reach out for help. And uh, speaking of uh, reaching out, I think Joe Johnson, if you can hear me, give me a thumbs up. I think we're coming to you next. He can hear me. Is this really going to work? Oh, my word. Here we go. As you can see, just before we jump off to Joe here, we've got uh, important information on the right side of our screen here. Take a peek. Uh, Township Hotline, 248-391-0304, extension 3507. That's the hot pl- the helpline. If you're in a food distress, give them a call. Uh, Lake Orion School District Info, Oakland County. And Noda, do you need a ride? 248-693-7100. And uh, Mr. Johnson's out in the village live currently uh, with a, uh, a friend of ours. What do we have going, Mr. Johnson? We're in downtown Lake Orion at Cookies and Cream. Uh, as you know, businesses have to come up with creative ways to bring people in and stay alive and uh, generate revenue. So Cookies and Cream came up with a creative way of getting people down here and enjoying some ice cream, but maintaining social distancing. Outstanding. And uh, I understand they put together a, a virtual, not a virtual, I'm so used to saying virtual because doing virtual everything <laughs> but this is in person this is a real physical thing it's a it's a Candyland game correct it is and i have elena campbell here to explain exactly how this all came about elena step on in say hi to ian hey, ian. hey. hi everybody long time it's been so long since we've seen each other usually it's at a track meet or somewhere else I, I'm, I'm glad we're actually in a situation to share some information and smile and uh, get a laugh. And I know your, your business down there, Cookies and Cream, has done put a lot of smiles on a lot of faces over the last uh, several months, and you're doing so now this spring. So share with us what you're doing down there uh, to help people have a good time. So thanks a lot, Ian, for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, when we had set our opening date for April 16th, and that was way back in January, right? Before all of this stuff happened. So when everything started happening and COVID-19 started heating up, we didn't know what we were gonna do. Uh, if we should open, if we should not open, you know, what should we do? And legally we can be open because we are a food establishment and we're all takeout. We're a walk-up window. We don't have indoor seating, so we didn't have to worry about that. But what we did have to think about was A, of course, our sanitization practices and things inside to make sure we were gonna keep our staff safe. That was number one priority. And then number two, of course, is keeping all of our customers safe. So we could get some lines that would go all the way down the sidewalk um, some days. Uh, And so we were like, how are we going to keep people socially distanced while they stand in line? And I shared this with some very dear friends of ours that lots of people in the community know, Brian and Susan Winter, uh, who also have offices here in downtown Lake Orion. 
And Brian called me like two days later and he's like, oh my gosh, Elena, we have the best idea for you. My son and daughter would love to help you with this. We will help you. Let's make your whole grassy area a giant Candyland game board. And that's how we'll keep people socially distanced in line. And so literally, I'm practically crying because this is just so kind, so generous that community members would just want to help us, right, so much. And they got to work and they started painting signs. He came out and measured the whole grassy area so they could just dine it on a grid and make sure everything, you know, people were six feet apart. And so um, they came out and literally in the sleet and snow, put this together. Um, we were on Fox 2 the night before we opened, again in the sleet and the snow. <laughs> I was thinking, are we crazy? We're going to open tomorrow <laughs> in this weather. But the next day was absolutely beautiful, April 18th. And I can't even tell you how many people came. And they were so happy that we opened. Every single person thanked us thanked us profusely for opening so that they could bring their family to get ice cream. They loved the Candyland game. So, and you know, really and, and that so is Lake Orion, isn't it? You know, the mm -hmm. community coming together, um, you know, somebody has an idea and be it for fun, just like in your instance, or be it for helping others who may be in need. That's kind of, I mean, we wouldn't expect anything else from Lake Orion, right? I mean, that's that's what we see it uh, year in year out for people who've been lived in this area for so long, and you know that's uh, I am not surprised at all that we had uh, the community come together to help and have an idea and share it. Now, yours just happens to be a hoot, a, a ton of fun, and um, come out and play a game and, and get a tasty treat at the finish line, right? Exactly, exactly, and we have kind of a special offer that we wanna throw out to the kids. So you'll see in my hand, I'm holding something that kind of looks like a lollipop. So any kids that wanna come and get a couple of these paper plates from us and paint them or decorate them and bring them back up, we will give them a free ice cream. And then we'll add their decoration to our Candy Candyland game. And I have a really special guest that's just arrived. We have okay. the Candy Queen. Oh, wow. Who, who is this? Who is our Candy Queen? Tell who you are. My name is Maddie. Maddie, this nice to meet Maddie. you. Hey, you're going live to everybody here in Lake Orion on Facebook. Um, and I love your hat. Your, your, the, the candy hat and your gown looks fabulous. Uh, did you paint one of the, uh, the uh, lollipops? Did you get a chance to make one of those just yet? Or is this a brand new offer? Um, well, I didn't paint any of the lollipops, but I did paint all the boards. Hey, anything she helps, painted, right? She painted all of the signs that that are in our Candyland game. So everything from the start sign to the finish sign, she's the one right here. So uh, you have a game, a budding artist, the Candy Queen on site. Uh, uh, come out, uh, stop down there, grab some plates, and uh, uh, paint out a lollipop, and, and get a free ice cream. Are you kidding me? And um, I, I just want to say it's so great to see you, uh, Elena. It's been so long, and we're so happy uh, for your successes with cookies and cream and uh, the ideas of, you know, the, the, 
social distancing can be a headache sometimes, but you made it fun, and the idea is just fantastic. And we hope uh, those walking by get a chance to hop from spot to spot to see all that great artwork down there. And uh, we just wish you all the luck. And I might just have to come down there. And I know it's supposed to be about 30 degrees this weekend, but I might just have to come down there and grab a tasty treat from you guys. And uh, so good luck to you guys. Thanks for taking the time to stop in the podcast. And um, I know, Elena, we'll see you soon. We'll see you around town. And uh, good luck to the Candy Queen. Thank you. Joe, you still there? I don't know if you're still there. Okay, so <laughs> I, I can't believe this worked. Uh, we're <laughs> live on a cell phone, live all over the place. So um, uh, you're going to get some footage of this, right? So we're going to have a new story of this coming up pretty soon? Yeah, exactly. And uh, Elena, do you want to share your hours? Come on in and share your yeah, hours. Yeah, real quick. Yes, we're open tomorrow, Friday from 4 to 8, and Saturday and Sunday from 2 to 8. Fantastic. And as the weather gets nicer, we'll open up more days during the week. Fantastic. Thanks for all, thanks for all you do. Uh, I miss seeing you guys. And um, stay safe, stay healthy, and have a lot of fun down there, okay? Thank you. Awesome. All right. Live shot from the Village with Joe Johnson. Stay safe out there, Joe. We'll see you next week. Thank you all for right. taking the time. You got the good weather, man. You might have to have a snow <laughs> shovel out there next week. Who knows? <laughs> All right. We'll see Joe next week. Thanks for all that. And um, we're going to be wrapping up the podcast here pretty soon. Uh, just a reminder, some programming notes. Um, and uh, let's see what do we have. Oh, yeah. ONTV is running the, uh, the double feature of some B-movies. If you saw the worst movies you've ever seen, but they're so funny, it can't turn away. Uh, it's this Friday at 7 p.m., the B-movie double feature begins. Sit back and laugh at the outlandish cinema clunkers of the 50s, 60s, and the 70s. And uh, this week we have classic films. 7 p.m. Friday starts with Return of the Kung Fu Dragon. And at 9 p.m., classic Vincent Price film, The House on Haunted Hill. So tune into ONTV. That's Comcast Channel 10 or at OrionOnTV.org or on Roku. Make sure you add the Cablecast uh, channel to your channel lineup. Uh, that's it for this edition of the podcast, the Lake Orion Cares podcast. We really appreciate you tuning in. And don't forget, Love, Inc. is still taking donations uh, for uh, those in need around Lake Orion. I think the uh, donations so far have reached $5,000, but they're still uh, uh, able to donate. So Love, Inc., of noc.org slash orion covid donate today and for uh, up-to-date information official information head to oriontownship.org uh you they have so many resources there for those in need if you are in a food emergency head on over to oriontownship.org or head on over to oxford orion fish to get some food all right so i'm just going to say See you later for this edition of the podcast. We'll see you next week, Thursday at 3 p.m. live on Facebook. And uh, take care out there. Wear your masks. Drive safe on the lake. And watch for the freeze uh, that's expected this weekend. Uh, to cover those plants. Make sure you can uh, save those plants. Okay, stay healthy, stay safe, and we'll see you next Thursday right here on Facebook Live at 3 p.m. I'm Ian Locke, and good day, everyone.